and welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. Jeremy, we're doing episode 83 of the Deuce Podcast, a very special episode. Aren't they all special? They are so special. Special because they're going to do them with you. Oh. Yeah, there you go. See? Adorbs. The the people, the, the couple that podcast together stay together. It doesn't quite have the rhyme. As it doesn't have the, the rhyme. Ones, no, but, but, you know, I think you get what I'm saying. The, the couple that podcast together last together. Yeah, sure. So we're doing episode three, and it is a movie that's currently out right now in theaters. So we're this isn't going to be like a normal yeah uh, deuce episode, but we are doing Mary Poppins Returns. Yes, the soon to be new classic, I do believe, in a line of Disney movies. Sequel to Mary Poppins. It is a sequel. I mean, this thing is a sequel. sequel, It's not a reboot. It's not, you know. Yep. It's a continuous story. So, yeah, go ahead. No, and it's... So, there is actually a... Like, there was more than one... Was it P.L. Travers book? And Mary Poppins Returns was one of those. But the story is vastly different. Okay. Because they just used the title... In the book line. Mary Poppins doesn't sing. Well, and yeah, actually, so I will say Emily Blunt really researched this. Like she, she Emily went Blunt, all in. Emily Blunt, of course, plays, you know, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, if you've yeah, been under the titular a rock Mary Poppins. For a year. Yes. She, uh, she was, she wanted to be all in on this. And so she read the P.L. Travers books. Uh, to get a sense she of Mary went, She went all out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and she was really surprised to learn that Mary Poppins is very different yeah. than uh, than she is in the first movie, in the movie. Right. In the movie, she's much more like reserved and like the ridiculousness is kind of subdued. Subdued. And she, you know, like she's just like, I'm prim and proper. That's all there Which, is to it. She kind of plays it like that. I think she plays a kind of like as a combination of both. Yeah, well, but that's that's closer to how Mary Poppins is in the book, right? She's she's got that kind of edge to her, where she's like, yeah, let's yeah. go do these crazy. She's also things. not doing a Julie Andrews impression. Yes, and I think that's important. It's very important. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like this movie is a little strange to me. A little bit, I agree. I, I there's part of me that I either way. Let me just say this first. Either way, I very much enjoyed it. Either way, it's a wonderful movie. It is. It's a great movie. Um, but I didn't know whether to be like part of me wanted to be like, how come you're not like the original? And then there's another part of me that was like, good for you for not being like the original. Like I was I had this very. Oh, I was the opposite. Uh, see, I had all these conflicts when I was watching it. And it, that wasn't the only one. But. That did happen where, you know, I found myself going, I like the direction that it was, but then I was in my head comparing it to the original and like seeing how they approached it a little differently. But then, although there was elements that were different, it was also the same, like it captured a lot of the same spirit. Right. It was, this movie is just, just full of, it's... It covers everything. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. I, mean, like, it's very- I, I had a different experience. I went in just knowing that I was probably going to have fun with it. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, like, 
since I went in with that, I, I decided I wasn't going to go, well, it's not like the, it's not like the original. Do you know what I mean? Because I didn't yeah. want to do that. Because here, because I love the cast. I think it's yes. a very talented cast. Oh, God, it's a great cast. And I didn't want to be, I don't want to prejudge it. You know, yeah. it's hard when you do like these these sequels that have so much baggage and so much iconicness to them. Yeah. But I had the opposite. I, I watched it and I, I just kind of let myself go. But then mm-hmm. after a while, especially towards the end of the movie, I just went, did we just watch Mary Poppins, the original in reverse? Kind of. Like, that's what I that's what I felt like. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of the way that they because in the original Mary Poppins and we'll, we'll discuss this a little further, but they kind of have where they get into the animation part that kind yeah. of happens towards the end of the Mary yeah, Poppins movie. This happens sort of Way like early. one third of the you know yeah. movie into it, and so I'm like, okay, that's weird. You know what I mean? But again, it had like those characteristics that were the same, but yeah, it it, it distanced himself. Enough for me, yeah, to know that it wasn't Mary Poppins, right? Right, um, and like I think we should say at this point, too. We look, we're not gonna, I don't want to like go through this and give right. away the whole movie, like, right? We don't want to spoil too anything. many times. You do that, you know, we, we don't want to spoil anything, but I think just to be on the safe side, we should put a spoiler alert in effect. We like, should, but I don't think you should spoil certain things no 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 no. and i'm not gonna we're not gonna go all out with that but we might talk about things i don't think it's anything that you wouldn't have known was coming based off the trailer necessarily or or knowing the actors that are in the movie yes do you know what i mean but you know we will we're just going to talk about some generalities but just in case we slip please don't be mad at us yeah but beware, there is yeah, you know, there's so, a possibility. Uh, we'll talk a little this, bit about it. <laughs> this movie is directed by Academy Award winner Rob Marshall. Yep. He, I think he won for Chicago. Yeah, he, he did. Directed Chicago. Yeah. He's the he's the go to guy when to direct musicals. Yeah. In, and there's in Hollywood, right? Yeah. There's a number in here you can totally you get the Chicago feel from it. Yeah, and that's the one I didn't like. Really? Yeah, I think so. If we're if we're going in the right one, if we're talking about the same one, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, we will. Yeah, it's the one that didn't work for me. Not like it was bad, but it just didn't work for me. In with the animation? No, that's oh. not what I'm talking about at all. No, that's not what I'm. Oh, that's the one you're talking about. That's more Chicago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I don't know. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Yeah, uh, I liked that. That was amazing. But he also did Into the Woods. Oh yeah, Into the Woods with Emily Blunt. He, so that's how you he's know he's worked with multiple characters who were in this. Yeah. Um, and I thought Into the Woods was a great film version of, you know, that musical. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, very much so. Which I what was he does about. what he does is he take because. When you when you when you're dealing with musicals, especially stuff that's mostly on stage, it's hard to get very cinematic about it. Yeah. But he tends to see this cinematic part of it. Yes. And he does it very well. At least better than most directors as far as like musical, you know, yeah. I adaptions to screen. Yeah. I at agree. least at least modern wise. Yes. So I do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So so Mary Poppins um, starts off with uh, 
the Banks family. Yes. So they're all grown up, Jane and Michael, right? Yes. We 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 start out with Michael Banks. Yeah. Uh, and he's got three kids whose names it's Annabelle, Georgie, and yeah, Michael. No, and John. No, John. John, named after the grandfather. Yes. Who is long gone. Long gone. Yeah. They live in the, their old house. Yes. Right. Now, this felt like it felt familiar and very wonderful to do that, but it also didn't quite feel like the it, old house. It wasn't. But I, like, I think it meant it was meant to. Right. You're meant to have some distance with the house. Well, I think we're also meant to look because at it of the from plot. a different perspective. Right. The uh, part of, uh, like, there's a lot of, like, concepts of growing up and, like, uh, Michael Banks has kind of lost that magic that right. he experienced as a kid. Like, you know, they grew up and did these crazy things, but it didn't stay with him forever. Right. Did we just dream up Mary Poppins? You know, was well, they, it, was that all? Real? They knew she existed. Yes, but, but they, they were like, know, remember like these the things, things we imagined? Yeah, they imagined. But they're you know. Uh, Michael, Did we hang out with a chimney sweep guy with kind of a really bad Cockney accent? Yes, probably. Yes, we did. That did happen. Uh, Michael is a banker, not like his father, where he's like a partner. He right. is a teller uh, by by trade. He was originally an artist, um, kind of taking after. When you think about when Bert was doing the chalk drawings on the sidewalks sure he you know obviously that influenced, influenced him somewhat him, yeah. so yeah so michael became an artist a very good artist but uh he didn't really pay the bills uh and after his wife got sick uh and and died he needed to pay those bills uh and so he took a job at the bank right at the same bank his father worked at no, I'm glad that all that happened pretty quickly because at first I was like, okay, who's this lady who's at the house? And then when they said, oh, it's Jane. Yes. I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, Jane, I was like, is this the wife? What's going on? Like, I didn't quite know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. And then and once they finally explained it to me, I was like, oh, okay. This is Jane and Michael, Michael Banks. Banks. So uh, Michael has his three kids. Uh, he's played by Ben Wishaw. Who Paddington? Who we just talked about recently is Paddington, yeah. um, and then their housekeeper uh, is Julie Wal uh, is Ellen played by Julie Walters Paddington, also in Paddington, who plays a housekeeper, a in housekeeper in that she one just too. Playing housekeepers now, poor. Come on, no, you need to give her more than that. She does more. Okay. This is just she's had a couple that were like that. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I'm on her IMDb right now. It says that she's in Housekeeper the movie. That might be true. <laughs> that is very possible. Um, so uh, uh, Jane Banks shows up, uh, played by Emily Mortimer. Uh, from, from the newsroom. Yeah, and numerous other things. Yeah, but mostly the newsroom. Mostly the newsroom. Right. Yes. She might have been the person with hollow bone disease on 30 Rock. But, um, so she is Jane. Jane actually works, uh, as a, uh, like a community activist. She's trying to go help 
poor people and like laborers and everything. Yeah, so it's almost like with her mom with the the suffrage. Yes. But also she's got some experience from uh, you know, being able to see like the 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 bird lady uh from the uh, stairs with uh asking for the tuppence. Oh, gotcha. From spending the time with the chimney sweeps, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like she's she's been amongst the laborers. That's true. So. I mean, you don't think about that. Yeah. Thank you, and so that's what her deal is. So um, at the very beginning, obviously the house is kind of falling apart. Like it's the, the plumbing is busting and things are going off. Um, Michael Banks is kind of in a tough, pay, uh, tough place while they're there um, trying to figure out this leak. His kids are very like to get put together pretty well. Like, um, the oldest one, Annabelle, she just like, okay, okay, I'll call the plumber. And she gets on the phone and she's calling the plumbers to fix the plumbing. The, uh, John is like getting things together, trying to get stuff to get cleaned up. Uh, you know, the youngest one is kind of staying out of the way and I asking questions. I wouldn't say put together, I would, I would kind of say that part of their lives, they had to grow up a little bit faster they did yeah. than normal kids because of their the death of their mom right i mean by put together like you know that they they can hold their own like right there but they're still kids they are yes right um so uh while they're there somebody is knocking on the door um well and we had opened with jack just riding through the town there was yeah there's a beautiful scene with lindman Manuel Miranda, where he's yes. riding um, a bike, because yeah. he's one of those. What do they call him? The, he's a, a a lighter. Yeah, yeah, a, a lighter. A Larry. Yeah. Larry is what they call. Larry, him. a Dawson Larry. Yeah, yeah, from Dawson's Creek. Okay, yeah. made that reference. Okay, so he's a Larry. Yeah, and uh, he's riding a bike and he's singing a song about the beautiful skies of of London. Yes. And obviously it's not, it's gray and it's foggy and it's, it, it, there's very much, um, color is very much a character in itself in this movie. Oh yeah. I agree. You know, in times it it reminded me of like Pleasantville, how like it got brighter and brighter. Yeah. I would say so. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I can see that. Um, the, uh, sorry. Uh, so he's turning off all the lamps and everything. He sees a couple of bankers go by and they're heading to the bank's house. Um, turns out Michael, in order to make ends meet, took out a loan on the house and he couldn't make the payments or he didn't make the payments. He was several months behind. He, uh, he is not good with the finances. His wife took care of all that before she died. Uh, and so he's trying to make ends meet, but it's been tough. And so they are basically going to repossess the house. So there's Starcher conflict. He's having a rough time. Um, they, uh, like, he doesn't really have anything to give them, but then he remembers there's some. Uh, shares of the bank that John, uh, his father, had left them. Yeah. Uh, but they don't know where they are. Yeah. So that becomes kind of a, a focal point. Right. This, the main plot of the movie is that their house is 
you're going to get repossessed by right. the bank. Yeah. There's a there's a really good music number with Ben Wishaw that like it was it was really like our first non-Lin-Manuel Miranda song. Well, it's the second song of the movie. It is. But it's like, so I was, but I was very, I was like, oh. Okay. I think it's because it wasn't, and because we haven't reached Mary Poppins yet, and we just have heard, you know, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah. And so then he sings, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's very. Um, and it's very kind of sweet. Yeah. I, you know, the thing I was worried about was that, um, and we've seen it in some other stuff where, like, where they remake or they make a, you know, a later edition or something like that, where the music changes to the point where you're like, what is this? It's not faithful to it. They try to like, like it moder- doesn't feel like right with the movie. Yeah. They yeah. try to modernize it too much. Yeah. Or like, I mean, where it's just, I didn't think they like, yeah, the music is very, um, it was exactly what I would expect yes, from Mary Poppins from like a, like sixties musical you know, where it, yes. was very, it was orchestral. Like it, it, very, was very, it felt like the sixties yeah. kind of like that, but also felt like Mary Poppins and felt like the time. Yeah. It was, it wasn't like it was, Hey, let's feel like 2018. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was maybe one song that was kind of 2018. Sorry that, about that. Is that your chair? That's my chair. <laughs> Here at Ampersand Studios. <laughs> but no, the, um, the music it was it's very like classy and classic it um i was very pleased with that like i i was afraid it was going to be like too like like there'd be a hip-hop moment in the middle of it like i was a little concerned with that. it, it borderline on that one song that kind of raps a little bit i guess which but even that didn't really the animated? i mean i loved it that was yeah. my one of my favorite numbers yes there's a, there's a little, but it wasn't like, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so there's this very sweet moment where it's Ben Wishaw basically just talking to his wife, his dead wife. And he's like, I wish you'd have told me these things or I haven't talked to you in a while. And it's just like a conversation set to music. Um, and he's like walking around. He's got like her pearl necklace in his hand or wrapped around. His hand. It's just such a sweet moment. And Ben Wishaw can well up those tears in his eyes. Yeah. Talk about oh. a person that has come out of like, I mean, he's one of those character actors that you've seen for a couple of years now, but he really hasn't come into his own until like this year, like maybe like this year, last year with Paddington and everything. Where, like, this guy can really tug at your heartstrings just by just talking. And you're like, God damn it. Thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a talent. It is. But yes. it's also something that you can quickly get pigeonholed into. Right. No, I agree. Um. So, but obviously there's something going on. The bank's children, you know, need help. And uh, so the winds change. I think as he's cleaning up, he finds the old kite from the first movie. Yeah. There's there's a lot of like cute Easter eggs. There's Easter eggs in here. And we don't dwell on them too much. No. Just except right, for though. The kite plays a pretty pivotal role. Yeah. But but the uh, 
the rest of it, we have all these great Easter eggs, but we don't like make that huge of a deal. No, and that's fine. Not with really. Me. That's fine with me. I'm good. Acknowledge them, but don't like. They never made it cheap either. You have Easter eggs, and it wasn't yeah, like there was parts of like say Ghostbusters, like the female Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm all for female Ghostbusters, but there was times where like. The Easter eggs kind of were over our head, not over our head, but like banged over our head, or yeah. like they just work, didn't. Or work. were they were they called attention called to it? Too much attention to it. Yeah, uh, but this does not do that. And and the ones that they do call back that are part of the story, they're just very organic to it. Yeah, which is the way it should be, right? When you're dealing with something iconic, yes, which a lot of movies can take hint from this movie. Please start doing that. Don't like hit us over the head. We get it. You know, like audiences are smarter than you think. You don't need hit over the head so much with with Easter eggs that that aren't even Easter eggs anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we get it. But this one does it really well. They do it very well. Um, They're uh, uh, Mary Poppins ends up coming back. Mm. Um, and she basically is like, "I'm coming on to help you." Well, the kite gets out of like the house. Yes, right. They put it. Uh, he's like, "This thing is garbage." Like, and, and Jane's like, "Don't you remember how much fun we used to have flying this with mother and father?" And he's like, "That was in the past. We got to move on." Yeah, and uh, which makes me. You know, hopeful that they, that they, when Mary Poppins left, they kept flying the kite. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is awesome. I, you know what I forgot about that when I saw it again, I was like, God, that's so great. Like, I never really paid that much attention to it in Mary Poppins. But when I saw it here, I was like, oh, I love that. Like where it had, it had the, the father's newspaper was glued onto it to patch the holes. And then for the tail of the kite was the mother's vote for women's sash. Never didn't see that. Didn't really? It was yeah. nice. Yes. It said vote for women. Nice. I love that. So uh, I loved that. I was like, oh, because they were then they were in the movie. Yeah. Like those characters were in the movie. They were yeah. the kite. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. And they, they played a role. It wasn't like they were like, forget about that. Oh, and, they were, and it's a major role. I mean, if you think about it yeah. later in the movie. But yeah, yeah, no, it's very much. And and the the parents still were mentioned. They were talked about, but again, not, not in, a, in a very like, you know, brother and sister whose parents have died, and they're having discussions or saying like, "Remember when mom and dad this?" Yeah, like a very real conversation that yeah. you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well done. Yeah. So Mary Poppins comes into their life. She does come back into their life. Uh, she insists on coming on board and helping the kids. And of course, the kids, I, I loved in the original Mary Poppins. It used to make me laugh all the time when she was like, "Close your mouth, you're not a codfish." Yes. And Michael would close his mouth. We get that again. Yeah. I was so happy. I think I looked at you and was like, <laughs> "It was just like so." But again, so an Easter egg that's not. Real. I mean, it's not. An it's, a egg, it's, it's a call It's a callback. Yeah. Yeah. But. To see like Ben Wishaw do it too, I'm just like nice. Yeah, that's great. Um, she insists on coming on board. It's like don't worry about pay right now. We'll figure that out. Um, and she goes to start taking care of the kids. 
Uh, and right off the get-go, she's trying to be kind of fanciful with them. And they're just kind of like, whatever, we can take care of ourselves. Like, they, they're they pretty tough at this point. They've gotten a thick skin because they've had to take on a lot and survive and, you know, grow up really fast, like you were saying. Uh, and so Mary, it can't be like, this is no longer like the, the first movie where she was like, all she had to do was pull a lamp out of, out of her bag and the dumbass kids were like, oh, sweet. Oh, sweet. She's just like, what's this full on, <laughs> full on magic display right away? Um, yeah, she went right into it. Yeah, it goes right into it. But the music is good. Yeah. I was, again, I was afraid it was going to be cheesy right. so and, and kind of hackneyed, but it was so the good. Kids, the kids need to take a bath. Yes. Which is our first great Mary Poppins scene that we have. Yeah. And there's a, you see a, a bit of it, like I won't go into the the whole thing, yeah. but like you see a shot of it in the trailer where like Mary Poppins <laughs> yeah. basically goes into the bath. Yeah. Uh, you see her like fall into the bathtub. Uh, so that's part of, that's how yeah. that begins. Now, the thing that's, I think the thing that sets this apart, and this is when I first started going, wow, this is so different from Julie Andrews, mm-hmm. uh, was Mary Poppins will say these things where she'll be kind of like, well, children, I guess you this and this and this, and kind of as being prim and proper. But she leads them to mischief and kind of like using their imagination and just letting their, you know, being letting them be kids. Uh, but when she does that, like in the it shows in the trailer, like she before she goes into the the bathtub, she smiles like she knows what this is. Oh, you're you're talking about uh, Emily Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt, yeah. Okay, and she knows this Can is going to be crazy. And I don't like, and I'm not bad mouthing Julie Andrews when I say this, but there's something kind of classy the way that Emily Blunt plays. Not that like Julie Andrews isn't classy, right? But there's just something about like I, I felt like she was. More stern in the way that she's like, I'm going to get this out this way. Yeah. And you're going to listen to me. You yeah. know what I mean? It was almost like a magical teacher. Yeah. As opposed to like someone who could, you know, help us, you know, be kind of, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What I'm saying? Yes. I, th- I think I understand. Yeah. Like it felt more, I felt more like. You think Julie Andrews is more stern in her portrayal? No, I think uh, Emily. You think Blunt Emily is. Blunt is? Yeah, really. Yeah, I think Julie Andrews. Well, no, I think it's the other way around. Yeah, it's the other way around. Yeah, now I think about it, it's the other way around. Yeah, because Julie Andrews played her very proper. Yeah, and when she was like, how many times was there like Michael? That's quite enough of that, you know? From Julie yeah, Andrews. that's true. She's very it's been a while, like, but yeah, that's true. She lets them be fanciful or does these fanciful things all while kind of maintaining this element of like There's prim and properness. The way that Emily Blunt does it that I'm not putting my finger on. It's hard to it's hard to describe, but I really enjoyed it. Her her properness is like this kind of false front. She uses it almost like a mask because she she says she's doing these things, but she's leading them every time right to yeah. craziness. And when she does lead them to craziness, she joins in on it a little bit. Right. There's um that comes in later too. Like there's one of the songs that she sings when she sings it. Like I was like, okay, this is a fun song, but then she does like a brown, like kind of like does this jazzy bit in there. And I was like, this is not Julie Andrews. 
Like that was when it hit me that I'm like, this this is her own Mary Poppins. Mm. And I loved it. Yeah. I don't there's something about it I just don't know. I can't I might think of it, but yeah. You know. Yeah. She's she's like Mary Poppins was the prim and proper everybody knew her. Emily Blunt's like that aunt that you go with who is like yeah. we're gonna go get into some mischief. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, and she's got that element of like free spirit to her. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Mm-hmm. So we get in our first kind of big number. Yeah. That's um in the bathtub. Yes. Which is a glorious scene. It's it's great. And it's the visuals visually. Are, yeah. Like and so they um I'm not too wild about this song. But no, it's it's still fun though. Oh, it's a fun song, don't get me wrong. But it's not my favorite song of the no. bunch, but it's it's good. But no, the um so the director was very like Disney wanted to go all CGI on this. And he, like, he uses some CGI. Like, obviously, this scene has a lot of crazy things to it. Um, but it's done in such a way that it's not, like, obvious, like, big flashy CGI. It uses, it actually uses uh, some CGI, but with, like, classic filming techniques. So there's, like, yeah. a lot of green screen stuff to it. So, like, the kids are not digitally animated in anything like that it's it's got like a kind of a classic film which is i love because that's how they would have done things in uh mary poppins when the kite flies away earlier yeah that wasn't cgi either until like gets up in the clouds but like when it's on the ground moving around clearly it's kind of like you know they're using puppetry right. to get it there or like using it on a string right now with the golden globe awards no mu- no music has been nominated for original song Huh. From this movie. Interesting. Which is kind of a shame. It is a shame. But Dolly Parton and Linda Perry for a song from Dumpling. Anyway, sorry. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Dumpling. And Annie Lennox. Yeah. From a movie called uh, A Private War. Anyway, back to this movie. Yeah. So, um... From that point, of course, the kids are bought in now with the craziness. Um, I think later, later that evening, uh, the kids are arguing about what they could do to save the house. And uh, yes, there's a bowl that they want to sell the bowl. Yeah, this bowl their mother gave them that she said was priceless. And they want to sell it. And uh, so they, they're they talking about it. And, of course, John's like, let's sell it. Uh, Annabelle's like, no, we can't do that. And then Georgie, the little one, is just like, like freaking out and being British. Uh, and somebody breaks the bowl. And so, uh, and Mary this whole time is talking to uh, Jack out on the balcony. Jack goes up to light light the lamps. And he actually says when he was a kid, he used to always wave to to Jane Banks. Like, because he was a little kid who, you know, was apprenticing or whatever. Oh, 
Someone's got a crush. Ooh. And so uh, got a she's across town. Banks. So Mary's like, well, I'm sure you'll bump into her. Yeah. Eventually. Giggity. 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 <laughs> oh, you're going to bump into her. So uh, the bowl gets broken. Yes. Mary Poppins comes in. What's going on? Yeah. With Jack. Yes. He climbs onto the balcony. Sure. We go through. And um, <clears throat> the the Bankses have a very pro uh, chimney sweep and lamp lighter in their house. Everything. You know. I guess in the last movie. It was Are you just part of the those, service industry? Whatever. The last time all the chimney sweeps were in their house. Yeah. It's the master step in time. It's the master step in time. <laughs> this time so like, it's. Sure. You can come into you know, like these, these kids bedroom at like two at night. Sure. Well, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway, so um, this uh, what follows is the most Mary Poppins scene in this movie, I would yes. say. Yes. And it is and perfect. It, like, okay, everything you want in a Mary Poppins movie. Yes. Take that times 11 or 100 or a yeah. million. That's what the scene is. Yes. And it works. It does so well. Works in everything. So I'll go ahead and... Uh, you, you were telling me some information about this, how animators yeah, came out so, of retirement, retirement. So the director, again, he was like, I, he didn't want to rely so heavily on CGI. Some of it's going to have to be in there. That's just how the industry works really anymore. There's going to be some element. And that's, they did that with the, like they've done it with like the sky and the yeah. Mary Poppins Yeah, you can in. totally. And they did it with that. like, they used some CGI in the bathtub scene. Yes. But not to the point where they were like CGI kids or anything. They they used practical effects and blended it with CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like, there is going to be an ink and paint animation on this. That's what you want from Mary Poppins. Right. What, just like in the first movie. Just like in the first movie. And Disney said... Nope, we want all CGI. Yeah. And he said, F you. Yeah. Like, this, he said, this is done. Because Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is so iconic, right? That yes. whole, where they're dancing with the animation characters. Yeah. I mean, this this scene is times a billion from that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is everything you want. It is. Um, And they... Uh, they said, nope, we're not going to do it. And he, he threatened basically to derail the project. Yeah. And so they re- they relented and let him do it. And so they had to call in like 70 animators or yeah. whatever. They called in all these ink and paint animators to come work on it. And when they explained what it was, so many people were like, we're on board. Yeah. That like there were there were people who had retired who had like when they were young had worked with like all the original Mary Poppins and were coming back to do stuff because they could, yeah. they had the time now. And so like, I mean, it was just like, it's crazy. Yeah. You had all sorts of retired people so and they will we'll tell them what happened. Uh, they, they break this bowl. So Mary Poppins, Well, I was going to say too, like, um, it was, so when they do these, well, yeah, I guess you're right. They break the bowl, and there's a crack in it and a yeah. missing chip. And they're like, find the chip before Mary, Mary Poppins sees it. 
And but she's Mary Poppins, so she immediately sees it and says, Who broke the bowl? And John immediately blames Georgie. Georgie blames Annabelle. Annabelle is like defending herself. In my opinion, it's Georgie. But whatever. Um the all of a sudden you hear this voice that says, All three of them broke it. And you're like, what the hell is that? And they're like, who, who, who said that? Well, it was, uh, if you look at the bowl, uh, the carriage that was on like the paint on it. Now the, the wheel has fallen off the carriage. And so the, the thing from the bowl is like all three of them broke it and they broke my carriage. Yeah. So Mary Poppins says we have to go fix it. Yep. And so she goes in there. And she helps them fix their wheel. Like she ties her sash And what a genius idea to set this inside the bowl itself. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when they slide with the porcelain bowl. Yes. And when they get in there, it's so interesting because it's ink and paint animation. Yes. But their outfits almost look like those are rotoscoped onto them so their clothes even look like animated. To a degree, it, it was, we were having trouble telling whether they were real clothes or not. And that's good. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. Like, I, it made me feel like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, but, like, they walk and you can hear the tink, 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 tink. Like, whenever they walk, you can hear so the porcelain. the guy, the, they fixed the, uh, the it's, it's like a horse. Right? Yeah. Philip. Yeah. Uh, the horse. Played by Chris O'Dowd. Uh, no, no, no. That's, um, oh, God, what was his name? Uh, Philip, Philip is the actual horse who is the, uh, oh, okay. I thought there was like, I thought he was Chris O'Dowd plays Seamus, the coachman, the coachman. I'm sorry. Uh, so he's like an Irish setter. Yeah. That's what it is. Ha ha. Chris O'Dowd's Irish. Yeah. Good. That's his. That's but it's his also stick. like good for Chris O'Dowd to be in this movie because I love his voice. Yeah, but not necessarily him. Well, and and Mark Addy plays Philip the horse. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mark Addy from the Full Monty. Okay. And from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I knew I had a feeling it was him. It sounded like him. S- yeah. Well, that guy said it has a distinct voice. Yeah. So they're like, well, let's get you where we're getting you. Like we're, you mm-hmm. know, they're like, well, as long as we're here. Let's go do this thing. So they were going to go to this like music hall and there's another number about the music hall. Mm -hmm. And that's the one where she gets kind of jazzy or brassy in there a little Mm -hmm. bit, which I was like, whoa, this movie is surprised. There's surprises into it. Like when you think it's going to go this way. Yes. It actually surprises you and how you get to another scene. Do you know what I mean? Yes. When she throws an umbrella up, you think, oh, it's going to twirl or whatever. Or we're going to yeah. fall into the umbrella or whatever. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It now becomes the awning yeah. of the whole uh, stage. Yeah. So so the whole journey while they're singing about this place, obviously they're traveling there on the out, like the, ex, or like the paint of the bowl. So as they're traveling around the outside of it, they're like curving and like yeah. moving, like they're going along the outside of the bowl. So like at one point they're upside down and they're like mm-hmm. very visually like, I was just like, it's trippy and it's weird, but at the same time, it makes so much sense. And I'm like, yes, this is, this is mm-hmm. gorgeous. That's what I mean. And, and they go ahead. 
they get inside and actually while they're driving there's like one point where like their wheel hits like a little uh bump because where you get like bumps in the porcelain and stuff like that or in the yeah. paint that's so perfect mm-hmm. um but they they make uh, it to the music hall yes they make it to the music hall and special that's special guest at the music hall mary poppins Mary yes. Poppins is going to perform. Yes, she is. And Jack introduces her. Yes. Uh, and so this is the number. Um, the And the number, I think it's like, uh, it's, I can't, nice I can't, to, it's nice to look at the cover, but the, the cover. cover is not the book. Yeah, the cover is not the book. Which I, honestly, is this the song that didn't work for you? No, this is the song that did work for me. Oh, me too. I love this, this is, song. This is very much This to me awesome. is the best song mm-hmm. of the, the, so the whole one thing. of the best moments of the movie yes yes the song and um and then when lin-manuel miranda has his solo part of the song yes it's, but it's it's also because i was like oh is he gonna rap that's because i was he like does a little bit but it's not it's like um it's not though you know what it reminded me of dick van dyke did that in the first of, mary yeah, poppins that's what i mean the, and then you will go and blah 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 blah. That's what I mean. Like it sort of is he, but he doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but he does it very Lin Manuel Miranda. Yes, it's hard not to think of it like that. But there is a moment during that that I want to talk about. Yeah, there's a moment where he flicks his hat off, then moves it back on. Somehow flips it back onto his head without touching it. I don't know how he does it. He moves, does a flip. I mean, this is Bob Fosse on acid. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. I didn't know how he did any of that. Yes. He can move. The yeah. guy can move. Oh, yeah. His body. Yeah. And I was like, what the? F-? I was like, whoa. But you know what, though? Like, what? A, that's amazing. What a that's, perfect. That's person. why I'm like, Emily Blunt isn't the isn't just the best person of this movie. He is also yes. deserving of anything. That he gets nominated. Well, for. what a great person too to be like the kind oh, of like bottom, the, bottom line best person to be in this movie. To, to take over for mm-hmm. uh, Dick Van Dyke, who did so much of that before. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dick Van Dyke in the first movie, I thought about that because I was like, God, I wonder if Lin Lin Manuel Miranda is going to be just kind of like he's not going to move like him. He's not going to whatever. It's just going to be, you know, black. But Lin Manuel Miranda, he. He has the physicality. He has the the singing. He has all this yeah, stuff. But it's, it's just, also not Dick Van Dyke. But it's not Dick Van Dyke. But it's so great. Still, like, I these people it's are like making Dick this Van movie Dyke their times own. twenty, or like you know what I mean. It's like another level. Yes, where you're like, oh, okay, yeah. So um, earlier, the uh, I forgot about this. So earlier, uh, Michael Banks and Jane go to see the. The boss. Yeah. Played by Colin Firth. Oh, we forgot about that. Yeah, sure. Um, so they they go talk to Colin Firth, uh, who is actually the... Colin Firth is okay in this movie. Yeah, Wilkins. Oh, Colin Firth is fine in this he's movie. He's fine in this movie. I think he's just... He plays it, what it for what it's worth. Yes, he does. I mean, it's not like any... So he plays a guy named Mr. He, Wilkins. He's done better. He's done worse. Yeah. Plays a guy named Mr. Wilkins. Basically, it was, um, so the first movie, the old guy who ran the bank, uh, what the heck was his name? 
What was his name? His name was Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dawes. Yes, played by. Uh, who was played by Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Um, so, um, Mr. Dawes has a, uh, had his son, even though his son was old, he had his son in the first movie too. Yeah. Um, now, Mr. Dawes Jr. is obviously as old as Mr. Dawes. And so he's kind of out of the picture. Uh, but this is Wilkins is their nephew. And so Wilkins runs the bank because it's a family affair. And uh, he, on the surface level, seems like he's really wanting to help the Bankses. Like he's this, you know, got this heart. And he's like, oh, no, you're important to us. Like I, you know, I was here when I was a kid. We're, you know, we're both families of the bank. Yeah. So uh, I'll help you out. Uh, and he's trying to figure out whether they had the shares of the bank that they could sell to to pay off the, the loan. And he goes, nope, I'm sorry. I don't see anything here. But then we find out they actually did have that on their ledger. He just wants to basically get control of their house to resell it. There you go. Correct. Sorry. <laughs> um. So, but we see him holding this like pocket watch. Yeah, as a kind wolf, of, kind of doing this weird thing. Oh, you're talking about at, in, during yes. the office scene. Yes. Yeah. Um. And so, as before, they do the number two when they're all before they do the number. Also, the number two. All, <laughs> that's how the that's how the musical ain't, goes. Ain't anything shitty. Mary about this Poppins movie. just takes a big number two on the stage. <laughs> there you go. Um. No, the uh, as they're moving in, there's this uh, the mayor who's like a wolf. It's just like, oh, we know who all of you kids are. We are so blessed to have you here. We're, we've been yeah. we've watched you over the years. And uh, they go in there and he gets this kind of sinister look on his face. Well, it took me a second to realize that he was voiced by Colin, Colin Firth. Firth. And so as they're doing this big number and it's kind of coming to a close, yeah. Georgie sees uh, like in silhouette, he sees uh, his stuffed animal getting taken and uh, he sees uh, the wolf doing the same thing with the watch, even though he's never seen that that guy before. He sees the wolf with the watch. And he's like, what's going on? And he runs over there and they have all of their furniture from their nursery and he's just like, well, we've been planning. We've been waiting for you to come here so we could steal all your shit and sell it. And so they're trying to chase him down. They kidnap Georgie. The other kids follow him or trying to go save him. Um, and I think this is something that the first movie didn't have. Um, it does, but because it, it, there's that scene where they get lost in the fog a little bit. That's kind of freaky. But it's nothing like this. No, this There's actually freaky has moments in this. This movie has like, but it reminds me of like other Disney movies around, around that time that were kind of creepy and kind of. Yeah, no, I'm what I'm saying is right. this has like an adventure plot to it. Oh, okay. Like where there's, you know, they're kind of going up against a bad guy, and the other movie didn't really have that. It had yeah. people who are more like 
morally dubious, but yeah. it didn't have people who were like the bad guys that you were. I thought you meant like all of a sudden now we're getting like where it's very dark and very because there's moments where yes. it's, it's it's not really for small kids. Right. It could like be a little scary. This movie could be kind yeah. of a little bit scary for small kids. During the movie. But they fall off the edge of the bowl. The, the bowl. Yeah. And uh, and wake up in their beds. Yeah. And Mary says they were having or that Georgie yeah. was having a nightmare. But then all the other kids realized they had the dream, too. So it had to have been real. Yeah. So tomorrow we'll go. I My my cousin can yeah. fix anything. We'll, we'll go visit my cousin and get it fixed. Yeah. Uh, and then Mary arranges to. Uh, she like does this kind of like quick con man, you know, briefcase pass thing with the maid and takes Michael's briefcase so that they have to stop by and see him at right. the bank. So she's kind of setting all this up. Oh, Mary, you grifter. Oh, Mary. Oh, bre- oh breezy Mary. Oh, <laughs> oh we- breezy Mary. Oh, breezy Mary, you grifter. Okay, but uh, so now we're going to, we're in the morning. Yeah. You know, Michael's, you know, late for his job. He's forgets his, uh, like you said, he forgets his briefcase. Yes. They, they're going to go get the uh, the dish fixed. Yes. And uh, Jack is there, you know, uh, unlighting Always. all the lights and says, I can I can give you a ride. Yeah. So they all get, but they get you can't balance that. Yeah. He can't balance a, all his, uh, He puts a ladder on the back of his bike. And uh, magically, he balances everyone. Yeah. And he gets them to um, kind of a dark street. Yeah. You said it kind of looks like Portobello Road. Yes. Yeah. Um. So it's, uh, yeah, It to me, it looked like Portobello Road from Bed Knobs yeah. and Broomsticks. Yeah. And like Diagon Alley from Harry Potter. Like it was all yeah. this weird stuff. And uh, she knocks on the door of her cousins, or no, is it her cousin? It's her. It's her second cousin. Second cousin, right? Topsy something. Topsy whatever, played by Meryl Streep, who was with Emily Blunt in Into the Woods. That's true. The same. She director. wasn't. Yes, she yeah. was. Um, and because uh, she can fix anything. Yes. And so, what happens? Uh, well, it's the second Wednesday of the month. And what happens every second Wednesday of the month? The room turns upside down. Right. This is your. This is their. I love to laugh. <laughs> this scene. is a song that did not work for me. No. This. This was the one that. I, th- this was my least favorite. This is like I think everything was wasted in the scene. I yes. really do. I think this movie would be better without the scene. Sorry, Meryl Streep. I'm a huge Meryl Streep fan. We'll have her in anything. I thought that this like Meryl Streep. Was fine, don't get me wrong, but I thought Lynn Manuel Miranda and Emily Blunt are so spot on at this point of the movie. Yeah, it they overshadow her. Yeah, they. You yeah, know what I mean? Was, do you know? Um, the construction of Topsy Shop took seven months. That's. Way too much time. They, for they that invested movie. way too much. In way this. too much. Time. Well, I feel like I feel like it this, didn't work this scene for me. Almost feels shoehorned in. It too. really does. It has nothing to do with anything. And I feel like he was just like, "Yeah, I need to put Meryl Streep in this movie." <laughs> I really do. I, I felt like I really did feel like that. That's what it was. Now, it's a fine song. It's an okay song. 
they all sing wonderfully. Um, and uh, but they they have like these instruments, and then they they're not playing them. Yeah, and they're like, ooh, yeah, we're gonna move like this. Yeah, and, uh, just did not work for me. No, it was it was my least. Favorite I really scene. and I the detail of it. I just didn't. I didn't really get that her house went upside down. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. A lot of it didn't work for me. Yeah, and they come up to like a tiny door and all. I mean, it's just weird. It, but it's not weird enough. I feel it's not weird enough. It's, for something else where, where all the we other We just weirdness. went under under like a bathtub. Yeah. Saw a big world. We just went into like a, a dish. Yes. And now you're giving us this. Where all the other weirdness has like a certain warmth to it. Yeah. This just feels very superficial. It, it kind of does. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to say, but this just did not work for me. Yeah, this was this was. I'm glad I'm not alone on that. Like I felt like no. This I was just like, well, and also, I I had to because remember how I said like, the whole thing to me feels like its own movie, and it feels like there's some homage to the other one, but it felt like it's it's its own thing. Yeah, like even like you could be doing like where you're walking through the chalk drawing. Uh, you know, and but instead they did it on the bowl, but they, the bowl still had texture and depth. Right, the other and it one. had a, it had uh, you know, an environment of its own. Yeah, you know, or a world of its own. I feel like this was a hey, we got to have that kind of a scene yeah. and the weird one because honestly, the I love to laugh is one of my least favorite scenes from the first movie too. I love to laugh. Yeah, yeah, it's really not that great. No, it, and so that's why I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> We had this it, like that really feels like it's shoehorned in too. Yeah. Like that scene itself. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I agree and, with that. And the whole thing is like the character has no depth because it's only supposed to be there for 12 yeah. seconds. Yeah. But like Meryl Streep's character, we didn't know. It just doesn't work for me. Let's yeah. move on. And there's like weird animosity. It's just strange. Anyway. Between uh, her and Mary Poppins? Yeah. Yeah. No. So at some point, they take the briefcase to the bank for Michael. I don't know if that happened before. No, it happens after that. Yeah, it happens after that. Yeah. So it should happen immediately then, after yeah, that. That's just me. So they take the briefcase, uh, and while they're there, Mary's like waiting for Mr. Banks, Michael, so she can give him the briefcase. Yeah. And while she's doing that, she's watching the kids in the reflection scheme about going to see the bank man to because after they learned the bowl, selling that's not going to do anything. Which, that was the only thing that was, I was like, okay, in the previous scene. Because uh, Topsy, Meryl Streep's character, basically says, no, I'm sorry, this bowl doesn't really have any value. And they said, but our mom said it was priceless. And he, she goes, it probably was to her for her own reasons. Which could have been a line that Mary Poppins delivered. Would have been fine. Anyway. But so I realize they can't sell yeah, the bowl. I agree. They go to see the bank man uh, to go see Colin Firth. And they hear him scheming about getting rid of Michael Banks and uh, taking their house. And so they're all on board. with. Or so, of course, Georgie busts in uh, and yells at them. Uh, Colin Firth's guys go after him. Uh, and catch up with him in the lobby. And, uh, yeah. And so it turns into a, you know, your kids are doing all this. You know, they he doesn't, uh, 
Michael doesn't believe the kids that the the Colin first character that Wilkins is bad. Like he's just not, you know, basically kind of he has a moment where he snaps at the kids and tells them to go home. Yeah. So um, they all go home or start heading home. On their way, they get lost in the fog. Uh, and so right away, I'm thinking it's like a chim chimery. Yes. Like song. Yeah. Like something like that. Yes. You feel like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know that this scene took a lot of like special camera work and like all sorts of stuff that went into it. It's you have a scene where it's with all of the uh, the Learys. The, the Learys. Yeah, the lamplighters. Yeah. And they're actually talking about like Leary's slang that they're using. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole scene that is like the chimchimery kind of a thing. Yeah, kind of in kind of oh, their super cop, you know, made yes. up words. Yeah. Too. Uh, and so they're dancing. And Mary Poppins, like, again, seems very like, I know these guys. I go drink with these guys. <laughs> like, that's the kind of impression you get of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a scene in this where we meet a bunch of Leary's. Yes. And um, it almost becomes Newsies. Yes, in a way. I thought that too. I was like, like this is like Newsies. Very Newsies. And newsies also, like, with go-peds. Part, yeah. Part of the Leary, the part of the Leary part that I did not like is when they did Papa Wheelies on their bikes. I yeah. did not like that. Well, those are just BMX bikes that were like DA or they were aged. I did not like that. I This scene also did not work for me very well. It, it worked fine. There um, was some, like when... When they did more of like the traditional dance thing, but there was a lot when yeah. like when the bikes came out, I was like, "What?" When the bikes came out, I so, didn't trip the light. Fantastic. <laughs> was that was that the song? The name yeah. of the song? Oh, trip the right. light. Fantastic. Which is, which, which I, I liked that that song. So I have a my problem with that is that like, that's already a song title. Is it really? Yeah. It was like a no. I don't know if it's like a disco. It's a kind of thing. phrase. It's triple not a song. Fantastic. No, it's a triple light fandango. No, it's not. This okay, is whatever. there's a song called Trip Delight Fantastic. Yeah, that's a phrase that they're just using. Mm-hmm. Okay, but this song's okay. It's not as bad as the other one. No, it's not as bad. Nothing's as bad as Topsy's thing. Jesus. Topsy, Topsy, oh, Topsy. Um, I didn't like when the bikes would would do that. Which, because, like... It took me out of... Well, honestly, the motorcycle... So this movie, the original movie took place shortly before World War One. This one takes place shortly before World War Two. Yeah. Um, and so I know that, like, motorcycles are kind of coming into their own between those times. But, like, the, like, whatever little BMX bikes they had, like, it was pretty obvious it was BMX yeah, bikes. It I didn't look like, that. it didn't it. look like old motorcycles. They just looked like BMX bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that took me out. Yeah. And they showed it a couple times, and I was like, mm. yeah, they do it, and they do it over and over. But, like, I also, but the dancing was fine. Yeah, I had fun with that part of the scene. But you're right, it was newsies, basically. It was kind of newsies, yeah. Yeah. Now we're going back to the plot because remember they had till Friday. Yes, they to, had till to make Friday sure at midnight to find these bonds or whatever that they had for the uh, yeah the stock certificates. Yeah, the stock certificates. Yeah. You don't um, know anything about stock certificates, do you? No, I don't. No, 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 no. no. Anyway, so they need to find them, and yeah. um, we're actually around 
what is this one we're at Friday and they're kind of moving stuff out of, of their house. Well, they, they come back late because they've been obviously dancing while they're lighting these lamps. They come home and Michael Banks is so pissed. How many Larrys do you need? Well, they, they used to have to light all those manually. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, tons. Yeah. Think of all the, the street lights you see and imagine those being manually done. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, And so um, Michael Banks is pissed that they are late. And I thought this was a good scene. I thought it was a great scene. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm skipping over the scene. Sorry. So he was, he's chewing the kids out and he says, no, you come here too, Mary Poppins. So she goes in there. He's yelling at the kids and asking what's wrong with them. You know, you almost cost me my job. And he was just like, and he starts to break down finally because this is not him yelling at them. This is, he's a frustrated man. And he finally says, I don't know what to do. And like starts breaking down. And it's a, I think it's a wonderful scene because again, it's, ben the, heart Wishaw, movie, it's the heart of the movie right yeah. here. Yeah. Ben Wishaw uh, is just that if something might be gone, but that doesn't mean that it's forgotten. Yes. Which yeah. was something they sang earlier. Yeah. And now they sing it to him mm-hmm. and he's like, how did you all get so wise? Like, I hope I'm like you when I grow up. And I was like, Oh, yeah. So sweet. And you're like, oh, Ben, you never will. You, you'll just be Paddington. <laughs> you'll always be Paddington. It's true. So it's, it's it's Friday, and they just haven't found the bonds, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're they're moving stuff out. Yes. Or they've got a lot of it out. The uh, the light lamp, the light lampers, whatever. The lamp, lamp lighters. Yeah, the Learys. The Learys have helped them. And um, they're like... Uh, sorry we couldn't do it sorry we couldn't save the house but you know what it's it's gone but not forgotten I yeah. mean it, you know say goodbye old friend yeah and they say goodbye and um, then uh, the youngest says oh I forgot my kite yeah so it goes in and gets the kite which again is representative of both their uh, their grandparents which is well, wonderful well earlier because it was all beat up from yeah. the, the park the first time yeah that he so georgie patched it with patched he found a picture that his dad drew of yes. the whole family and so he cut it apart and patched it with like the family so like the family is incorporated into uh-huh. all of this and so as they're packing it and they're looking at the kite and ben holds it up to the light or ben uh michael banks holds it up to the light <laughs> and through it, he sees these words, and he realizes the doc or the drawing. So Michael drew his picture on the back of the stock certificate, and on the, then Georgie cut it up and used it to patch the kite. So they're like, "Oh shit, this is what we need. We got to get to the bank." And they were like, "We have seven minutes to get there." So. So, like, this scene was okay, or, like, this sequence was okay for me. Not my favorite, but it was okay. It was fun. Uh, but they, they take off. Uh, the Learys are, like, or they're, like, well, is there a way to turn back time? We got to think about this. And Mary Poppins is, like, you guys come with me. Jane and Michael, 
go to the bank to get this to him. We'll, we'll take care of the time. And so there's this big elaborate sequence where they basically climb up the side of Big Ben using Leary's ladders. Uh, Jack gets inside and he turns the lights off and is trying to figure out how to turn back the time so it doesn't chime. Uh, and so he's working on it. The uh, Mary Poppins is just like, F this noise and just flies up there and does it. <laughs> and so, but they end up giving them more time to, they lock the doors of the banks so that they can't get in. So the bank's kids can't get in. Uh, so they fly yeah. their kite through the window. And one of the two lawyers who has been trying to advocate for them the whole time, finally he just is like, you know what? No, I'm letting them in. So they get in, uh, they save their, or they, uh, we won't go into like all of it. I don't think we should. Yeah, I don't think you should either. Yeah, but they end up saving the house and yeah, live happily ever after. Until There are a few cameos at the end of the movie that we do not want to give away. They yeah. will spoil some fun surprises at the end of the movie. Yeah. But, you know, there you go. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, eventually Mary Poppins takes off. Uh, Mary, the yeah, winds change. Talk, yeah. And then she goes. They all are in balloons instead of kites at the end of the movie. Yeah. There's a big. Which is a fun scene, too. It's a very uplifting ending in more ways than one. Literally and figuratively, I guess yeah. you could say that you're, you're being uplifted. But yeah, no, you've been deuced on that. So yeah. uh, should we do maybe our five questions about this? Yeah. We don't have any reviews because it's such a new movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my favorite part of this movie is itself the casting. I think the casting is spot on. I don't think that whoever casted this movie, even like Meryl Streep, I'm sorry, like that 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 scene didn't work for me, and she 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 can be on the cutting room floor for all I care. But hey, it's Meryl Streep for all for all they, I care. They could have done the scene differently, and maybe I'd have enjoyed. And maybe it I would enjoyed it better because yeah, I do enjoy Meryl. Streep. Yes, Lin Manuel and uh, Emily Blunt, and even the children themselves. Yes are really good and even uh, Michael and even Jane like we, we're not talking about Jane that much but even Jane was almost like the perfect uh, Emily Mortimer the perfect kind of almost the perfect Jane you know what I mean everyone played their parts correctly oh yeah yeah but having said that like even though I really enjoyed Emily Blunt in this movie my MVP is Lin-Manuel Miranda yes that was amazing yeah a perform- I mean that's just something that I'm just like in awe of probably because we will never see him like in, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, Hamilton live. Right. Like this is the closest we'll probably get. But uh, I'm like, God, I'm just like that guy deserves every great thing that happens to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, So the whole movie, um, it's hard for me to pin down one thing that's my favorite. So. I'm going to say, so I'll have to explain this. When we got the very opening, like, title sequence, just like in the 60s movie um, and, like, other movies for, like, musicals around that time, you know how, like, it was very much like a stage musical where at the beginning you hear, like, the orchestral, like, kind of score 
you hear the overture at the beginning. We have this mm-hmm. overture at the beginning of the movie that is very classic. It's very amazing. And as soon as I heard that and realized, man, they're going for a very classic way to do this. Mm-hmm. I was all in like, that's all I needed. Um, and so like the whole movie is wonderful, but that orchestral piece, like it was the thing that made my heart like start just melting and like the whole thing I was bought in, but that's the first thing where all of a sudden I realized what this movie was going to be. Mm-hmm. So I think that was, what yeah, struck me. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, the, uh, why am I struggling with my five questions? I don't know clue. Um, <laughs> let's go with, uh, reboot, continue or cancel. Um, you could do a third one and I'd be on board with it. I mean, I don't care if they could keep up, if they could keep this up. Yeah. I could see a third one. Yeah. But it would have to be, again, down the line. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Georgie's kids, someone's someone's kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? To have a generation I, thing. Part of me is like, the further you go, though, like, the 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 music won't fit quite as well. Yeah, like, you're right. It still is in that era where that music would be okay, but, like, I'm afraid you're going to get where it's like, it's in the 2000s, and or, like, in the 2010s, and now... Oh, yeah. I'm Mary Poppins. I'll take it back. I'm going to do a rap. I'm on. No, can't, cancel. And the reason why I say cancel is not because it's bad. Yeah. I just think that, and I will touch on this later on, but I think it's it's almost the perfect like companion piece to go along with Mary Poppins. Like you don't need anything else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I would. I agree with that. I think that's where I'm gonna land on this. Mm-hmm. Now, part of me wants to say continue I want to because well, come on part of me wants to. to continue but show another family outside of the Bankses yeah and which I maybe I'd be okay with that yeah because I'm like why are you all up in the Bankses like real yeah like what are you stalking them I just come out whenever the banks need me maybe she's from the future and those are her ancestors maybe who knows yeah um but the uh I think really in Honestly, like cancel is probably the best move. Like, why mess with perfection? Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Um. um. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go. No, go ahead. No, no, you go. No, what's our next question? I don't remember. I'm so tired. Oh no, it's fine. Um, does this make you want to watch the original? Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Right when I when we got out of the movie theater, I was like, damn it, I'm mad that we don't have Mary Poppins. Because they really wanted to watch it. A lot of people I saw a lot of people on my news feed on Facebook who watched it right before they went to go see the movie. Oh, I say watch it after. Yeah. Or before, but watch it after. I think, I think after is probably I think after is better. I mean you could watch either way, you're fine. Yeah. But yeah. Did you think this movie holds up by itself? No. no, no, not at all. But but and in that's a good way. Perfect. Yeah, but in a good way. Yes. Like we said, the the nostalgia aspect isn't thrown in just to be thrown in. It's done correctly. The Easter eggs are there. 
Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's it's a good one because they're building off the existing story. Yeah. And assuming you know it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And two words that describe your experience watching Mary Poppins Returns. Do you want me to go? No. Okay. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's is the first one? Yes. Okay. And why? Why is it? Because it's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Okay. Well, mine is... Do you, want, do you want to hear mine? Yeah. Wonderful bookends. Well, there's something about this movie where the shot at the beginning of this movie and the shot at the end of this movie are it's just so cohesive that it's almost a wonderful bookend to the whole movie of itself. Yeah. The way that the now it, now it becomes where the cherry blossoms are there. Yes. And we're like and Lynn Man sorry. Miranda is like, "Hey, the the skies of London." And you're like, "Yes, he's right. They are beautiful. And they're beautiful wherever you're at and they're beautiful whenever. Yeah. You know, doesn't matter if cherry blossoms are there. They're always beautiful because you're at your home. Do yes. you know what I mean? And I also think that this is also a bookend for the first movie. You can watch this movie, like I was saying, first or second, and you can watch it back to back and you'll have a fun time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So um we're gonna we're gonna wish everyone a happy new year. From yes, the deuce. And uh, happy we'll, deuce here. Happy deuce here. <laughs> we'll be back in, in 2019 with uh, what kind of movies? I think our first gig is uh, Kaiju. Kaiju. The like, Way to knock it out of the park in 2019. What? Kaiju movies are awesome. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not being sarcastic. Right. I agree with that. We got some exciting ones. We do. Some We're I haven't be- seen. And yeah, actually, one of these I have seen. The other two I have not. Well, there you go. I'm looking forward to it because this is out of my comfort zone. So mm-hmm. I'll have fun. Yeah. You know, I think Westerns were out of my comfort zone and I think I really dove into that. Yes. You know, and I really had an open mind. And that's what, you know, doing this podcast has really helped me have more of an open mind about genres that maybe I don't really gravitate towards. And so I like that. It it has me. T- I was thinking of like our our dance ones, yeah, like, like stuff I don't normally watch, yeah. And I I enjoyed those a lot. Like yeah. I have more respect for those. You know what though? I'm gonna leave it at this, Jeremy. Yeah, the sequel is king. <laughs>